You are now listening to The Black Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this crazy world. I guarantee that I will spark the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to The Black Spark. Welcome to The Black Spark. What you laughing about? What's so funny? Can I get my name out? <laughs> I'm your host, Nia. And I'm your host, Adai. I'm laughing because we always be having the giggles in the beginning of mm-hmm. these episodes. So. You, not me. I don't. That's not me. Oh, you don't no. giggle? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope. All, right. All right. I'm no giggler. <laughs> How was your week? My week Mr. was... Mr. Non-Giggle Self. Yeah, I ain't giggling. I'll be laughing. <laughs> yeah, I laugh. Um, my week was uh, productive and lots of 12-hour days Boy. because... I've been answering the call. Nice. I've been receiving calls from people in need and answering the call. Yes. Yes. Literally day and literally night. Yep. And so it ties directly in because I was like the last episode, I was like, yo, this, I'm the shit. Like, I'm, I'm amazing. I'm loving myself and I'm performing. <laughs> and be careful what you step into <laughs> because you can't step into the shit. Yeah, you get more. <laughs> you get more, mm-hmm. right? So I'm working on channeling what it is. What is it that I'm attracting? What is it that I'm um, more creating? More responsibility, clearly. which clearly means so like my money, money means more money. That's well, what it means. Yes, you got you got flip it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Perspective flipping, exactly. <laughs> One of the core tenets of my le- of my life coaching strategies. Yes, but yes. Yeah, so long story short. I've been doing a lot, and so um, I'm also finding myself, like, my stamina's up, and... Good. Without coffee. Well, yeah, and oh my God, the coffee cravings have been so strong have they? this week. You got you got matcha, though. You got matcha green tea. I, ref- I finished the matcha. You finished all the matcha? It comes in six packs. Oh, no, we I have mean, more. We have a big thing under there. No, it's just regular green tea. No, there's some matcha powder inside. You, you've been holding this That's- back because... <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing though i gotta be careful my body likes substances right so like oh, i don't want to be i don't want to be relying on it but anyway i've been giving myself permission to get rest these last few days but it's a double-edged sword because like i'm always thinking about work i'm always thinking about it what can i do differently what can i do better how do i strategize and i'm like no just sit down and be with the children mm-hmm. sit down and be with the children yeah so that's how my week has been and yourself my week has been a blur because we got the a new game and I've been playing it for the past like three, four days. And I still have not even finished to the end of the game. Well, no, <laughs> It's not... called Civilization Six. If any of y'all know about Sid Meier's Civilization series, mm-hmm. it's the the newest one. It's not new, but it's the newest one. The it's latest, just a yeah. lot of There's so things. many more layers this time. And so my week has just been like gone into the xbox so. it's not really the week though it's just the last three days i mean it's only seven days in a week so <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i'm not gonna let you sell yourself short like that no no you've been working a lot on I the have. cleaning business making phone calls doing yes. interviews arranging clients yes. like you've been doing all of that and i forgot all of it when I started playing the game. <laughs> wait, wait. So is that why? Is that why you woke up at four a.m. and I, I came outside and you was just playing? I was playing my game. Okay, we're gonna have to talk about rest. We're gonna have to talk about all of the work proper sleep week. strategies. No, no. 
Not okay. I was just playing. So it's been fun. It's, it's been, been fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it. Enjoy. You deserve it. Another thing that I did this week in order to uh, forget about my stressful responsibilities mm. was I played spades on an app oh, in Clubhouse. Yeah. So we were able to talk shit like you were at a table playing spades. That's right. That's right. Uh, we were able to talk back and forth and play the play spades. So that was fun. Yeah. I, I haven't played spades in a long time. And maybe I'm forgetting things. They were they were, yeah, were bidding funny. blind nothings. And I don't ever remember that being a thing that you can do. You bid a blind nothing in order to get a hundred point bonus when you're in the hole. I was like, I don't remember that being a rule. In my house, you always have to bid board at the minimum, which is four. Mm. So Really? Yeah. But anyway, it was fun. And it was funny because y'all were like, ah, I don't think this is a real rule. These rules are not, no, these are not black rules. I'm feeling no press. It's like playing Uno on the app. It's like, this does this not This is not how work. I play Uno. This doesn't work. Y'all no. don't even know stacks, no. color stacks, number stacks, stacks, on stacks. Y'all don't know nothing about. <laughs> Give me the record of cards. Yes. But it was fun. Nice. Let's talk about them damn kids. Them damn kids. Let's talk about them damn You got any damn damn kids? I don't have too many. Kyrie was on punishment this week for lying and uh, saying yes. that he didn't want to read his book because he was afraid that Sanai was going to laugh at him for reading out loud. And I said, when has mm-hmm. Sanai ever laughed at you for reading out loud? That is mm-hmm. not a thing. You're lying. You're lying. I don't though. like liars in my house. And so now you're not getting your iPad for the, until I tell you when. That's right. I, I that. You know, because I had... I. I hated when my mom used to do that to me and be like, you're not getting, Wait. you're on punishment until I say so. <laughs> you, just, you just said you implemented a strategy that you hated. No. Yeah. You but mean- let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I hated when she used to do that to me because it would be like, well, I'm in a no man's land now because yeah, I don't stuck. know when this is going to be up. But I, I initially told him he's not going to get his iPad for a week. Mm. And I overheard him talking to Sanai in the bedroom. Mm. And she was like, well, when do you get your iPad back? He was like, a week. She's like, that's a long time. He said, no, it's only seven days. I said, come come on back, back up in here. <laughs> now that you think it's only seven days, you're not going to get it back until I tell you you can have it back. So that's how that evolved. Because he was straight up willing so to I just... I do this time. I'm yep. Same shit. I, I'm going to do the years. I got I, these. I could do the years. Yeah. Like, stop. <laughs> So, <laughs> nah, me, sis, you don't understand. It's only seven days. I got this. <laughs> but because nothing. of that, because of him being on punishment and not having his iPad, mm-hmm. I had to bear the brunt of all of his excited energy and his his Lego energy and his drawing energy and his just cuddle energy. Oh, you which, had to bear it, just you, just you. You had to bear well, it. Yes, all by your lonesome, all by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that okay. because. Uh, <laughs> He likes to cuddle. He's kinesthetic. He He likes to cuddle. He likes to touch. Mm -hmm. And so he likes to come up next to me and just, you know, put his body on me. Uh To have some part of his body touch That's what he does. Yeah. A toe, maybe. And yeah, it doesn't matter. At least a toe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so the problem with that is, (laughs) is that he does things that scare the shit out of me. Oh, goodness. Yes. Yes. So, because of his seizures. Because of his seizures. Because of his We are all, let's be really clear. We are all dealing with trauma. Yes. And the he boy does PTSD. things. And so imagine living in the house mm-hmm. with somebody. Well, you probably, many of you do. <laughs> who, who the boy can randomly just convulse. And it's like, are you playing? Are you laughing? Are you joking? It's scary. So he, he was sitting next to me on the couch. 
And then he starts jerking. Mm -hmm. And y'all can't even see Mm -hmm. me do it, but he's just jerking. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) Why are you just jerking? Because, of course, I got, like I said, I got PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, I'm just pretending to fall asleep and wake back up. Bro. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? That's not helping me. That's not even fun. It's not no. even a fun game. Why are you doing this? <laughs> not not fun for you. You're driving me crazy. Not fun for us. <laughs> Ajita, y'all. Ajita. Ajita. So, <laughs> as so you you gotta go. Um, you gotta go, you bro. You gotta go. You gotta get you can't out. Be here. You can't be next to me. Yeah. I'm sorry. He gets turns. He gets a few strikes. <laughs> And they be like, yo, you got to go. You, you can't go. be in here. You can't be in here. <laughs> Nia and I are both guilty of that. Like, the boy's got to go because he has this uncontrollable, not just boy energy, but these just weird shit that he does. <laughs> if it wasn't just weird shit, if he was a regular kid without seizures, it'd be it'd fine. Be fine. But we are literally I traumatized. Would just be like, I would just be like, stop jerking. <laughs> stop jerking. That's not fun for me. Yeah. But because I have PTSD, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, get out. You got to get out of my space. <laughs> just get away from me. You, you got to go, bro. <laughs> I love you, but you got to go. So that was that was one of them. The <gasps> other one, I don't even know if this is exactly how he said it, but this is what I heard. Uh-huh. He went to the bathroom to go poop, and it was taking a very long time. We got worried, and mm-hmm. I called to him and see if he was okay. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, the poop's just taking a long time to come out. Mm-hmm. So it didn't come out. Mm-mm. And he comes out and asks to die um, for some poon juice. <laughs> Is that what he actually <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Because yes, I was like. And I held that in <laughs> so tight. Yo, my face. I just went instantly to. I had, a, I had like a whole lifetime. In that moment, because he uh, he did ask he for poon juice. juice, right? And I was like, "Bro, first you too young. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I'm first in line for that. Ew. <laughs> Second of all, you gotta go to your own house for that shit. I'm not gonna give you none. <laughs> so now I go co-sign. Um, she's like, "Where you want prune juice? Because we bought it for her because she was having a. I had corrected him. I had corrected him. Right. I was like, "No, son, you need some prune. You want prune juice?" <laughs> and um, she's like, "Yeah, you know, you definitely have to poop. That's important." Yeah. I'm like, oh, prune juice and pooping. Yeah. So those are mine. Those that's are a, mine too. That's a double header. That was, you, yeah. got the, you got the Kyrie Anderson line in that last one. I like it. I like it. Okay, so. TJ needs to step her game up because she hardly makes it into them damn kids. And mm-hmm. I need true. I need to have a third party in this them damn kids. <laughs> it's always a Kyrie and Sinai show. It sure is. Check it out. I had woken up early and Kyrie and Tatum are awake talking to each other hmm. at like 5.30 in the morning. Thanks to damn daylight savings time. <laughs> okay. So I go in there and I sit down in Kyrie's bed and I'm like, what y'all doing? Like, We're just talking. Okay, so I sit down and Kyrie comes and cuddles on me because he's kinesthetic. He's hugging and holding on me. And then we talk for like five minutes. And then he goes, um, Poppy, can you let me go? And in a moment, I was like, no, I can't let you go. I'll never let you go. (laughs) But I knew what he actually meant. So I let him go. And he goes, you know, sometimes love is too much love for one small child. (laughs) Tatum and Poppy commence to crack up. (laughs) What the hell are you talking about, bro? So... That's my son. He's amazing. It's time for Ask Kadai, where we read and answer a question from you, our listener family. Send your questions to itstheblackspark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at theblackspark_podcast. What do y'all want to know 
No. <laughs> you sound like you're annoyed. No. Do I? <laughs> what? So, apparently, I just found out there's a relationship guru person or relationship quote unquote expert person named Derek Jackson. Not this guy. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's written a number of books and he has lots of followers. And uh, most of what he talks about is how well, he. he he <laughs> over a million followers, right? I don't know. Well, most of what I, I haven't looked that far into mm, it because okay. I don't deal with fuck boys. Right. So <laughs> caveat. <laughs> most of what he talks about is pretty much teaching women how not to deal with fuck boys. Like if mm-hmm. he should look out for the signs that he's a cheater, look out for signs that he's a deadbeat. You know, all of these Wonder kinds of how things. How he knows these signs. So, I, you can't see me on the podcast right now, but I will post a picture of myself wearing my <clears throat> bonnet, my <laughs> helmet of salvation, <laughs> and my breastplate of righteousness, as his oh wife God. said. Oh, my God. <laughs> because what happened mm-hmm. is he came, he apparently he got caught cheating on his wife, mm-hmm. and he came onto Instagram or wherever, made a video, sitting next to his wife, who looked like she was coerced mm-hmm, into sitting mm-hmm, next mm-hmm. to him. Yes, she did. And so people came for her because she in the video with with the bonnet on, all black, looking like you know somebody forced her at gunpoint. <laughs> what was she in all black? <laughs> so he spoke of himself in third person in that video, <laughs> apologizing did. in third person. Um, kept on stage, <laughs> made a video. No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I gotta watch that. <laughs> Making fun of him, but yeah. So you know, when you talk about yourself in third person, that's not really taking accountability or responsibility. But that, I put that to the side. Definitely not. So his wife then came out and made a video saying, you see a bonnet, I see a helmet of salvation. No. You see a army green no. shirt, I see the breastplate of righteousness. I no. come to you bathed in the blood of Jesus. No. I came to you on the battlefield. And it's like, no. ma'am, your man cheated on you, not just this time. No, he's out in the streets. But like, he, yeah, he's for yeah. the streets. Yeah. So He's banging and slanging. <laughs> slanging and banging. The question that I want to ask is kind of a different question. Because uh, most people want to know, like, oh, you know, he is he a hypocrite? Should we still trust what he has to say? But my question actually is, can you honestly take relationship advice and advice on how to spot a cheater or how not to be a cheater if you aren't yourself a cheater? You know what I'm saying? Like, the person giving right. the well, advice, yes. doesn't he have to have walked through He's these perfect for things? that role. So I know a lot of people are trying to, you know, say, you know, we done with him or blah, blah, blah. But is that fair? Because he's gone through it. Mm-hmm. Well, so... The question is, yeah, the question is, is, is he it, qualified? Yeah, is he still qualified to be a relationship guru? He's not necessarily qualified to be a relationship guru. He has a special niche now. <laughs> he's he's a he's a cheater specialist. Okay. Right? Okay. And so because he himself has been stepping out and so he has not practiced I don't know or if exercised. He's ever stepped all the way in. Exactly. <laughs> because they were they their relationship started off rocky. Like, exactly. Yeah. So as to our months ago, episodes ago point, he has not been practicing monogamy. So he does not have the muscles exercised for ah. monogamy. He has different muscles exercised, mm-hmm. which still makes him qualified, just not for the thing that we wanted him to tell right. us about. Well, no, I, I'm, from what I understand, many of his books are how to how to how to spot a cheater. Yes, he's good you at know, that. Um, confessions of a cheater, all that kind of stuff. Well, so- oh wait, because if his wife ain't peeping, then he's good at keeping the secret. 
So maybe that's what and the confessions so, are like to tell how is it the inner thoughts of a cheater, which I think he's perfectly he's perfectly aligned for that. <laughs> but like, if he's giving people advice, but the person closest to him didn't pick up on it, then are the is the advice is the advice sufficient? For other people. Well, you know we I mean? don't know if the person that he's close to, we don't know She if might have wife. picked it up. She right. just may we, not have done nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. because she apparently, again, this is my, I didn't know this person existed until, until last Until this week. video, the confession video, <laughs> which was quite hilarious to watch. So, apparently, he's done most of his videos in his car by himself. That's right. He doesn't do videos. While he's hopping his... between his house. <laughs> he's like, yo, check I this out. Yo, oh. yo, if mm. you if mm. you, you see mm. your man about to mm. do what I'm about to do. In yeah. different areas. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, no. Um, so, people have said, how come you don't go on videos with your wife? How come your wife is not here? So, it's been a thing, a mm. question, like, why is she not present in this whole idea of a wholesome loving household and marriage that you claim to have Great point. so that's a possibility Great that point. she she may have known or yeah. they may have been on rocky terms for a long time but just because you know it's the idea about what is an expert just because uh, oh, yeah, yeah, i yeah. am a cardiologist that doesn't mean i you it means, got cardiovascular issues right it doesn't mean <laughs> i don't bust down some fried chicken that like. don't mean <laughs> That don't mean you don't smoke. That doesn't mean, that don't don't mean smoke. you actually exercise. Right. Yeah. So just because I know what it is that you're supposed to do in order to get this certain outcome, that doesn't necessarily mean that I am doing those things. And yeah. this is the problem and that's that the thing have with, with these gurus. Everybody. We yeah. sorry. That's the thing about our expectations of gurus. We mm-hmm. don't we don't account for the nature of humanity in that we make mistakes and we have some innate hypocrisy. It shows up in different degrees in different people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, you don't you don't expect Michael Jordan to be an expert in anything but basketball, right? right. Maybe some finances, but other than that, you don't look to him for certain things. Yeah, so just want to make sure we're answering the question: Is Derek Jackson still a good person to take relationship advice from? And you're saying yes. no. Oh, you're saying I'm yes. Say, I'm saying yes and no. I'm saying I'm saying yes because he knows the signs. So he, he knows, knows the behaviors. Yeah, he knows about cheating. Um, but he may not. He's not a hundred percent qualified because he. I think subconsciously within the desire for self-preservation, he can't tap into the truth. To share with you. That's why he was speaking in third person. That's why he was speaking in third person. <laughs> so like he could give you some of the goods, but not all the goods because he can't even give you the goods. I mean, I think he's good for, like you said, for telling you about cheating, how to spot a cheater, all those things. I don't think he's good for telling you how to maintain a healthy relationship. He's not good for yeah. that. I, that's clear. He cannot do that because he doesn't know. I mean, maybe in a year or two or three or five. I don't know if he's ever had five. a healthy relationship. Exactly. So once they have worked through this and he stops cheating and... She does whatever she needs to do, and they actually nurture a healthy relationship because they're clearly not in one. Then he can start talking about that. Once he come out of rehab, then you could talk about having gone clean. Got it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he ain't got it. He ain't got those goods. Okay. So don't buy that book. So if you need any information on how to spot a cheater, you know, gone. Derek, Derek Jackson is your boo. He got you. He got you all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Black Spotlight Speech. Oh shit! Black simple sight. Dropping knowledge. Life hacks and shit. On this week's Black Spark Speaks, we want to talk to you about connecting with your younger self. Mm-hmm. We got three different exercises that we actually use and you might find useful. Okay. All right. And so the premise of it is that 
we're going to connect and forgive yourself, forgive mm-hmm. your younger self. A lot of us are, well, all of us are children in recovery, much like you have alcoholics in recovery and drug addicts in recovery. We are in recovery from whatever traumas we experienced growing up. And it's important as you move through your next best self that you tap into that and let go of some of those things and work through some of those things. So one of the underpinning philosophies is that you did what you did when you did it because you thought that was what you had to do. And it's or you just super, made the best choice. You made the best choice. Mm-hmm. Some people will have difficulty with saying that, though. Because <laughs> they're like, that wasn't a good choice. Because that's you beating up on yourself. Right. You did what you thought you had to do at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the exercises is writing a letter to your younger self. Um, it should be both nurturing and it should be about forgiving yourself for whatever it is that you're currently dealing with. So like when we're in a current situation, there are things that are rooted in our childhood And so whatever the feelings are of shame, whatever the feelings are of not being good enough, whatever the feelings are of expressing yourself um, and not being accepted Mm -hmm. or even going too far. I know I'm still dealing with stuff about I said things to people that I didn't want to say. So like, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. but just forgiving yourself because you were a child. Yeah. I And and even if it was. Sometimes it's something that you have done or said that is replaying in your head that didn't happen when you were a child. It could have happened 10 years ago yes. as an adult, but it's still something that you regret or something that just continues to nag at you. I'm glad you and said that. And you just have to say, okay, I forgive myself for this action. That was that was a stupid... Sometimes we just do stupid things yes. unconsciously, subconsciously. Sometimes we don't make the best decisions. We make unconscious decisions, what have you. But still being able to just forgive yourself for the things that you've done or said in the past Mm -hmm. so that letter is both forgiving i forgive i forgive you nia for whatever the thing is (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna put myself on the spot right now no no you're recording right now you're not gonna do that and I love you, Nia, because mm-hmm. even through that situation, you showed resiliency or what have you. So being both forgiving and nurturing at yes. the same time. And I'm glad you said it doesn't have to be about childhood. It could be about what you did last week. Mm-hmm. It could be mm-hmm. about what you did 10 minutes ago in an argument with your partner. It could be because in order to move through something and actually um, gain your power back, it's important to accept what was mm-hmm. in order to be in the reality of what is. Mm-hmm. If you're still in what was, you're not in what is. And that doesn't give you the maximum power that you could have. All right. Exercise number two. It could be something as simple as standing in the mirror, looking yourself in the eyes, and saying to yourself, Adai, I forgive you for saying X, Y, and Z to this person. Mm-hmm. Adai, I forgive you for not getting enough sleep last night. You know, a die, I forgive you for what you just, the decision you made with your child that's now, just now, you know, you, you, you saw the opportunity to, to love and hold them. And instead you yelled because you were just dealing with whatever you're dealing with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want you to get your power back. Mm-hmm. I forgive you. I love you. You're valuable. You're worth it. And you probably made a mistake. You're good enough. You're, you're smart good. enough. And, and gosh, gosh darn, darn it, people, people like you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> old heads, old heads. Some people <laughs> not gonna get that. And the last one is 
Take a thought on a walk. Yes, please. <laughs> or a run, whichever or a you run. prefer. So it's really about doing something with your body that is rhythmic and thoughtless. Mm. So walking or running where it's just a, a autopilot. steady autopilot, biking, mm-hmm. a steady autopilot movement. It's mm-hmm. not, it could be yoga if you're already a good yogi. And if you, you know the positions. Yeah, if those positions come naturally to you. But it's something that you have to put your body in a mode that you're not thinking about the movement. Right. That way your brain has the time to mm-hmm. focus on whatever the thought is, on whatever the feeling is, or whatever the emotion is. Um, so you can work things out. Um, like we said last week, you know, your granddad used to go out and build a, build a garage. Build a garage. <laughs> or a whole house. Right. And same thing. Like, you just need to get your mind to be open mm-hmm. to this thought. And then you can work through it. And it might take one or two, three walks. It could take, you know, a month of walking to work through, depending yeah. on how deep it is. Yeah. But so many people... Um, so many people talk about how that's when they get so much of their work done, getting up early in the morning, going for a walk or a run. That's when they're able to plan their time, plan their days, work through some issues. When they get in that runner's high, like people are literally in a meditative state Mm -hmm. when they go for running. That's why so many people end up with knee injuries because they're so used to it. They can't give it up. They yeah. can't let it go. You shouldn't really run that much. You should just walk. Yeah, you should walk. <laughs> you should walk. But the point is, <laughs> there is something about those chemicals moving through your body yes. and the space, the aloneness. You know, there's a, um, a book called um, Bored and Brilliant because we're so distracted right now mm-hmm. by all these things. Our brain activity, we're supposed to get bored. We're mm-hmm. supposed to allow for our minds to just be so that the glory and creativity that is within can actually naturally manifest. Mm-hmm. But we're always being entertained. And we're always having this input and it's not healthy for us. So yes, take a thought with you on a walk. It'll help you connect with yourself and make better decisions in life. Mm-hmm. It's Nia's need to know. It's Nia's need to know. It's Nia's need to know. Yes, it's my turn. So yeah, some strange things happening this week. Which one do you need to know? Oh, there's lots. But I'm, I'm actually going to start off on a good note this week. Yes, yes. Shout out to Tabitha Brown, America's Black Mama, oh, for do? getting an NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Social Media Personality. Oh. Clap it up. Clap, track, clap, good tap, stuff. Clap, good clap. stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, she beat out uh, Kevin on stage, who he also is mm. an amazing social media personality. And I think Not Carlton Banks was is somewhere in there, too. <laughs> I so. like him. He's funny. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Tabitha Brown. She's amazing. Love yeah. it. I'm trying to get like her on this vegan thing. It's a struggle. It's such a struggle. It doesn't but... have to be, but clearly it is. Yeah. Thank goodness yeah. for new cookbooks. Yes. <laughs> okay. On to the crazy. Sydney Powell was Donald Trump, one of Donald Trump's crazy quacky lawyers that uh, was standing up there oh, next to right. <laughs> next to Giuliani, and they both are being sued by Dominion Software yes, yes. for claiming way back, mm-hmm. yeah, for saying that the that Dominion Software was erroneous and changing votes and blah blah blah, and she was going to release the Kraken, mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. And, she ne- the kraken. and she never had any evidence. Ever. She went to court with no evidence, so Dominion is suing her. Dominion is suing her. Dominion is suing Rudy Giuliani and now Dominion is suing Fox News for 1.6 billion for 2020 election lies. But anyway, Sidney Powell's argument mm, come on. is that Tell me. when she accused Dominion of being part of an election rigging scheme with ties to Venezuela, no reasonable person would conclude that those were actually true statements. Oh, solid. 
solid. So she's saying that all of the people who <laughs> believed her and were waiting for her to release this information, they were just unreasonable people because clearly, why would anybody believe the president's lawyer? No. Why no, would no. anybody why would you, believe the president's and you made, lawyer? You made a statement. So why would they believe you? Yeah. Mm -mm. Don't trust anything I say. Right. Exactly. But that's the same thing that they said about, I believe, Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson. They went to court saying that no, and, and, and Alex Jones, no reasonable person would believe that the things that I'm saying on TV or in my videos are true. Like, clearly I'm acting as a, as a character. Why? But no. Fox News people no. still believed it. All those people who stormed the Capitol yeah. because they said the, they were stopping the steal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They believed it. They believed it. So she she's oh, going to have so to pay a price. So they all unreasonable? Yes. Can we get them all committed? <sighs> oh, this story. I don't know how this ended up slipping people's minds. I'm not even going to touch on the fact that we've still had multiple... Uh, mass shootings in the past two, three weeks, the and they're still going on. Still happening. Oh still happening. God. I'm not even going to talk about those. I think there was a new one in Virginia, and I'm not even. It's just. We're not. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. So, <laughs> but this story slipped under the radar. Apparently, a man stopped 11 National Guard soldiers who were transporting vaccines and held them at gunpoint in Hold West up. Texas. Yes, a man saw three. Three vans at a at a gas station or a truck stop or something, uh -huh. and he saw National Guardsmen in their uniforms. Uh -huh. They were unarmed because apparently National Guard don't just be armed all the time. Mm -hmm. So they were unarmed, and he felt like they must be child this, traffickers. Yes, this mm -hmm. must be the deep state mm -hmm. child trafficking, mm -hmm. PizzaGate kind of shit mm -hmm. because QAnon and all that kind of stuff. Of so he ran them off the road. Oh, he followed shite. them, ran them off the road, made them all get out of their vans, held them at gunpoint. Oh no. Because he thought they were trafficking children. Oh my. There were no children in the vans, of course, only vaccines. So he's been arrested. What kind but of but this is what we're talking about when we're accepting all of these things as truth. We're madness. accepting these things like it's these are all lies. And so if you're lying about this child trafficking and you're lying like what I'm sure it exists, but... But this is not it. This is not it. Clearly, you're a vigilante. But you after the wrong thing, but man. But there is real child trafficking going on that you could be helping out with with organizations that are already there to do it. But you're so set on thinking that Chrissy Teigen is eating the blood of babies. Right, right. right. That, that this is what you do. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay? And that's why nobody believes y'all about the microchip. Nobody believes y'all about nanotechnology. Not that nanotechnology doesn't exist and not yeah, and that not, microchips don't exist. Yeah, and not that it's not being nefariously used. Not, not, we're not saying any of those things, but we're saying you don't know what the fuck you you're talking, talking about. about. Yeah, <laughs> as evidenced by the many vigilante madness. Uh, okay, so the Heritage Foundation, which is a Republican think yes. tank that pretty much writes all of our laws, gives them to the, the lawmakers and mm -hmm. says, hey, pass Put this these out. laws. Yep. Anyway... One of their members, Zach Smith, argued that D.C. should not become a state because the D.C. residents already have impact on national debate because the members of Congress have to walk past and drive past all of their yard signs every day while driving to work. No. Yes. So why no. should these 700,000 people no. who have zero representation no. in Congress get to become a state when no. the senators live there? They already see what you think. They see what you think. You Bullshit. got a lawn thing. Oh, my God. So a lot no, of people... In court, he said that? Yes. So, or before Congress yeah. or something, something Idiot. like that. Yes. So the thing about D.C. statehood and Puerto Rico statehood and Guam and Virginia, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. But specifically, let's just talk about D.C. statehood. The thing about it is 
the District of Columbia, Columbia was never supposed to be represented in Congress. So they didn't expect 700, when they wrote that, they didn't expect 700,000 people, people to, to live, live in D.C. They just expected... it was going to be a vacation? No, they just zone? expected the White House and Congress, like the government buildings, a, a district, mm-hmm. not, a, not a place where people lived. Mm-hmm. And so there's two options on the table. One is to make D.C. a state, which would be problematic because it says, I believe in the Constitution, that the district cannot be represented. So another option is... For those 700,000 people to be absorbed by Virginia. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. Let's go mm-hmm. with that. Let's turn the tide. <laughs> Let's swing Let's the go pendulum. With that. Anyway. So yeah, right now we have close to a million people living in this actual mainland America who are not represented. Under and taxation without representation. Yes. So something needs to happen about that. Along with this whole filibuster conversation, which I'm not going to get into right now. So... This week in blackness, on March 30th, 1870, black men were granted the right to vote. Black women were not granted the full right to vote until 1965. Yep. This week, Georgia House passed and Georgia Senate and the governor signed a 95-page GOP voter suppression bill allowing the GOP takeover of state and county elections boards. So that means that if you vote in Georgia and the legislature says, they don't like the, I don't like the way this County did their vote. I don't like these. I don't like the way this turned out. So we can just take it over and switch it, which is what Trump wanted them to do. What he was asking on the phone call with the secretary of state. Don't understand how this is happening. People. I don't understand. So they, the bill has unlimited challenges to vote eligibility restricting of drop boxes and making it a crime to give voters water and food in line and so this bill includes a massively undemocratic power grab of course but if they didn't do something so heinous yeah. oh yeah 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 it yes, might have yes, just yes. flown over and people might yes. not have been even realized oh no the state can just tell the counties who they think one mm-hmm. like that might have just flown over people's heads. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you say now people are standing in line for seven, eight, nine, ten hours and it's illegal for me to give them water. Now, that don't make sense. now all of my now attention is on this. Yeah. 43 states mm-hmm. have started passing these crazy voter suppression laws. Ridiculous. And that's it's what I'm saying. People. people who say, oh, your vote don't count. I, I used to think that I used to be so entrenched in that thought. But seeing this. Shit. <laughs> Somebody think your vote counts. Somebody thinks Somebody it counts. Somebody thinks it counts, yeah. And they're actively saying, oh no, we're going to make it not count. We're yeah, going to actively do that. We're yeah. going to decide if we don't like who you voted for to just switch that it. It doesn't make any sense how that's even allowed to be passed. <sighs> All right, on to the ratchet. So this week, Lil Nas X came out with his video uh, yes. for Montero. That's and right. there has been such a big uproar and conversation, particularly yeah. in the black community around Satanism. Is the video satanic? Mm-hmm, Heaven mm-hmm. and hell. Um, and of course, they bring in his you sexuality. know homosexuality mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. And so I died and I watched it. Twice. And we read the lyrics. Yep, yep, yep. And so we want to talk about what we think about it, but also what I've been listening to people in Clubhouse talk about it. Yes. And so for me, the imagery in the video is no different than Dante's Inferno or, you know, plenty Mm -hmm. of medieval art works of art and Mm -hmm. things like that. So I don't see much of a problem with it. These ideas of heaven and hell 
and um, the imagery that goes along with it yeah. is is old. Not a problem. It's, it's not a problem. It's old. Yeah. And I don't necessarily. I don't personally believe that hell is red and <laughs> red and black and <laughs> red it's and fire. black and made of lava. Yeah, because that a devil only comes from Dante's that Inferno. That looks like a centaur. Just it's not in I the Bible. I don't. I don't think that that's what it is. Yeah. But you know, if you do, that's fine. Yeah. So th- it didn't. It's not bothering me. The imagery. I mean, so I am jarred. I was jarred by the imagery, and I'm struggling, was struggling with my own personal issues with it. However, he's an artist. Mm -hmm. This is his art. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you could get on a platform around, he's a leader, and the children are exposed to it. Yes, all of that is true, and this is art. There are many artists, many, many, many artists, Mm -hmm. whose imagery falls in line with what you see on the video. And so... We don't run around chastising and condemning all these many global artists around the world um, for these images. I don't know. I feel like, like we were saying yesterday, it's the same every generation. Mm-hmm. There was Elvis and Little Richard, and they're dry rating them doing these things. And then it's, you know, oh, you know, doing the butt. And then it's Luke. And then it's Cardi B. Like, it's always someone pushing the envelope of what we think is acceptable forcing us to really examine our taboo and constrained and repressive um social norms Mm -hmm. and so he says that the his name is montero and he says that the video is about him as an adult talking to himself as a child so that goes back to what we were talking about about connecting with your younger self um, it, that's what he says it's about. And if you look at it, he is all of the people. He's all the characters. In the video. And if you if you listen to what he says in the intro in the land of Montero, he says from you from the very beginning, like, yo, in this place, we don't hide the parts of ourselves. We let them be. Like, mm-hmm. And so this is him. And if you look outside of Christianity, if you look at so many other religions, if you study Kundalini and you think about the imagery of going up and down the spine and the Mm -hmm. energy and as it moves and you think about chakras and you think about different aspects and dimensions of ourselves and how you have to heal your lower self right before you can ascend and the tallest trees have the deepest roots you have to go down there and become one with yourself and this is all about the shadow work it's all about the shadow we like to be so heady we like to be so heavenly so angelic and we forget we become imbalanced and that's how you get out of touch with the truth of who we are as 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 beings, as physical beings. So, like, he's expressing his acceptance of himself. If you watch the video without a judgmental lens, you will get to see the chronology of how things progressed as he expressed himself and became one with himself. He was heading up to heaven. He was judged. He was, right? he was captured and, and chained by the angels or whoever stoned. brought him. And then stoned and mm-hmm. judged. And then he still was accepted and was heading up to heaven. He's like, wait, I don't want to be up there. If I'm be stoning me, if you're going to be treating me like this, I'm going to just go ahead and twirl head on down. down. <laughs> I'm going to take my own power, <laughs> twirl my ass down, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. head down the spine into the base chakra mm-hmm. and embrace my sexuality, right? Which is, which is demonized. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to embrace the most powerful sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to um, become one with it. Mm-hmm. And for me, the ending, I mean, you could leave it as a cliffhanger, but it's not him becoming the devil. It is him. He sprouted wings. His eyes became enlightened. It is him taking control of that base chakra and not being in fear of it. 
Of mm-hmm. course, it's a cliffhanger because you don't know what happens next. Yeah, a lot of the people I was in plenty of clubhouse rooms, like two or three this week, and a lot of people like he chose to, you know, go down to become Satan, and so he rejected God and blah blah blah. You could look you at it like that. You can look at it that way. To. I mean, it's art. It's up for our interpretation. He said what it was about. He said he why he wrote you. it. He told you that he was telling his. It was a pretty much a song to his younger self about accepting himself. Yes. You can go ahead and interpret it as he decided to be a Satan worshiper. Right. If that's what you want to do. Right. But that's not what the man said the that's song what he was said. about. So, um, and that's not the only interpretation for those images. Right. They've exactly. been used for thousands and tens of thousands of years. And not everybody's a Christian. Yep. So not everybody, like a guy's saying, that's not, the, that's not the only interpretation for those images. And that's not the only way that people see sexuality right. and wrestling with the the darker parts of yourself true so of course in these clubhouse streets they got into you know this is a sin and this is not a sin and and, and i want to be clear i'll be struggling with what i saw right <laughs> i have children and i'm thinking about how i'm going to rear them and so oh let me cut you off there because mm-hmm. somebody in clubhouse was talking about how we need to really honestly be truthful with what children are doing. Somebody said, we were lying to ourselves by saying music is not made for children because the only people who are listening to this music is our children, youth. is our youth. Our youth are the ones who are listening to the music of today. So mm-hmm. let's stop lying about this is not made for children. They're like, all music is made for children, whether inadvertently or directly, because only young people, I don't listen to Up. I don't listen to Cardi B's Up. I don't I don't watch the video. I'm not into, I'm not into it like that. I don't even know what it is. Right. It's it's fun. It's a, it, I mean, it's a fun beat, but like, that's not my music. My music is Mary J. Blige. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. When you were a child. When I was a child. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so these children's music is going to be Lil Nas X so let's stop acting like this is not made for children whether it is or not they're Mm. the one this is their generation's music Mm -hmm. so let's dispense with that number one and another thing someone said is that let's stop lying to ourselves about what children are doing Mm -hmm. 14 13 14 and 15 year olds are out there yes experimenting sexually touching and kissing each other drinking lean smoking weed doing lots of other things so like like euphoria i'm not euphoria is a real like is a real thing yeah people are going through those kinds of things children are going through those kinds of things so we need to be more honest so we could actually deal with what mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. and honest about what we can actually do about it as adults and as parents True. because there's very little that I can do to shelter my children from these kinds of images and things when they are ubiquitous and their mm. friends have you know social media and YouTube or whatever so we really need to be able to talk about these things and put these things into context for our children without condemning them it, it helps them to see that we have dynamic thought and we can actually embrace differences and handle them maturely and, and that, that gives them okay. the example yeah and that it's okay for them to possibly have these feelings yes so anyway i thought it, i think it makes for a robust conversation and I, yeah. i'm all for that part of it yes. i'm not for anybody condemning anybody nobody actually knows the mind of god mm-hmm. so Let's stop acting like we know just because because I don't know. There are Christians out there who believe that Malcolm X is going to hell specifically just because he's He's a Muslim. He was a Muslim. Mm -hmm. And it's like out of all of the good things that he has done, out of all of the impact that he's made, you still think he's going to hell. I don't I don't know what God says about that. No. So I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm not going to claim boisterously that I do. Gandhi's going to hell. Like, seriously? (laughs) 
So yeah, and because that's the I thing. don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And just say you don't know. Just say you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, for the send off, I just want to say be honest with yourself, be truthful, work through what it is that you need to work through. If the, even if that means you got to go down into hell and twerk on the devil, <laughs> work on through it. <laughs> Spark, Spark it up. up. Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five star review wherever you're listening.